Pickaxe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and welcome to Yogg's Cast. You're listening to the Yogg Pod. You're listening to the Yogg Pod. You're listening to the Yogg Pod. You are listening to the Yogg Pod. That's like a Russian. Hello and welcome to the Yogg's Cast. You, know, you are currently listening got your, to Honeydew talk about toasters. On the side, let's listen. You're cooking a delicious romantic meal for two, <laughs> and you you get the toaster out of the cupboard, put it on the kitchen counter, and put salmon fillets into a shitty brown paper bag type thing, and put that in the toaster, and that is how you cook. Your delicious romantic meal. I mean, that's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, it's great for cheese toasters, quickly. But, cooking salmon. Can you hear me? Turn the pages. It's a little leaflet that comes with... You only get, like, four toaster bags, and you get, like, a leaflet with all these recipes. What the fuck is a toaster bag? A toaster bag? Is like a small brown paper bag-esque thing into which you pop a sandwich which you then put inside of your toaster and cook so that it becomes a delicious toasted sandwich. But it doesn't actually get toasted. Is that right? Well, the outside so gets toasted. So it just toasted. sort of warms it up? No, it toasts properly. I mean the... How does it do that? Magic. I mean it's a weird thing these bags. It's like some weird mesh. It's not actually paper and it's not really plastic. It's something that conducts heat very well. But doesn't allow any spillages out of... So what, you pop a like... Anything you want in there? So you can just pop anything in the bag, can you? Like a banana? Or um... Yeah. You can put like pizza, a slice of pizza into it. You can put some some frozen french fries or chips into it and cook them on the toaster. You can put fish fingers in there, burgers, fish, fish fingers, fish fingers, fish sticks, <laughs> fish cakes, um, fish fillets. Could you, I mean, doesn't this largely depend on how... Sushi, you can cook sushi so, in it. But, I mean, does all this stuff get toasted? Yeah, everything is toasted. But then it's kind of just like grilling. And pizza is a very thin kind of thing. So toasting pizza is pretty, you know, it's fine. And toasting fish fingers is fine because they're, you know, they're thin, they're thin food stuff. How did you get, how did you find out about this? I mean, you can't really put bits of chicken into it 
You know, you can't <laughs> you can't put half of raw chicken into your toaster and expect it to cook. Oh, well, nicely. I guess it is limited by the size of your taste toaster. That you can't really like stuff well, a whole chicken down into the toaster slit, can you? I mean, it also doesn't heat through. All it does is toast it. So the outside is, you know, heated up and made crispy. But also, I mean, you you mentioned one of your first examples you mentioned was a sandwich, right? Now, I don't know how big your toaster is, but mine certainly isn't big enough to to, to hold a whole sandwich. Well, I mean, I have to squish the bread down a bit. So, right. if you ha- especially if you have thick sliced bread, you have to, you know... Right. You have to fist it a little bit. You know, you you pump oh your dear. fist down, you knead it, you knead it down so it's a bit thinner. You sit on it. Let's say you I want to slam it in a car a, door a few times. A bacon and chicken sandwich, okay? You get your sandwich, you lie it in the middle of a road and then you drive a steamroller over it a couple of times. Right, and then you put it in one of these bags, pop it yes. in the toaster. Yes. How much do these bags cost? Um, I can't remember. I think it's two or three quid or something. Oh, you've already bought it, have you? Yeah. I've bought it, I've used it, I've, I, I had cheese on toast this morning, cooked in a toaster bag. But I mean, can you imagine cooking a salmon fillet in one of these toaster bags? With a little Is that sprig? what they suggest? Yes, with a sprig of tarragon. suggestions. Cooks in about five minutes. Well, I mean, Do you yeah. Think you could if you cook lasagna. You yeah. <laughs> 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 get like a bird's eye lasagna for one from the freezer section. You like open it up, remove the packaging. You have this massive frozen lump of pasta and mince, and you just kind of like wedge it into this bag and throw it in the toaster. You'd probably start a fire, actually. The house would burn down. Why would it start a fire? Lasagna's very flammable. Oh. We didn't start the fire. Hello! What's your favourite band from the 1980s? We can't actually... If if we're going to broadcast this shit... Which, I mean, heaven fucking forgive us for committing such an awful sin against humanity for doing so. But if we were to, we can't we can't really sing proper music too much due to, to copyright reasons. So well I mean if we were if if we were to uh to sing Happy Birthday, I mean that's still covered by copyright. So we wouldn't actually be able to, you know, completely sing the whole song. Are you allowed... No, but by singing, like, one line of a song out of tune, I don't think we're, like, going to actually get in trouble. Well, I mean, there's not much chance of us, us actually singing anything in tune, so... You're listening to the Yonk Pod. Yeah. All right. So let's record some Yogpod. Um, what are we actually going to say? What are we going to do? It's just going to be like a conversation about toaster bags. Hello! And welcome to the Yogpod.
pod. You, I don't think people will get the reference unless you say the second line, because you're so out of tune with that hello, that I think people <laughs> will just think you're saying hello in a weird way. I have way. to be, though. And they won't I get the Lionel Otherwise... reference. Lionel Richie will sue me if I sing it in tune. So I ha- I have to sing it out of tune. Hello! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just protecting us. I'm protecting the yog pod. That's what I'm doing. I have to sing out of tune. In many ways, I've been practicing my entire life singing out of tune just for this yog pod. I thought you, I thought you said we had something to talk about. You had something to, like, talk about. It was the toaster bags. Oh shit, we would have used it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's it, we're done. Anyway, um, thanks for listening to the Yog Pod. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this (laughs) fucking shambles. Oh god, this is awful. I mean, in many ways, I'm actually quite reassured by the fact that anything that we do from now on can't possibly be as bad as the Sipsgate episode. Sipsgate, oh, Jesus. That was a, I was a little bit drunk, though, when we recorded that. Okay, pick a number between 1 and 256. Preferably not 1 or 256, but somewhere, you know... Okay. Somewhere in the middle... Okay. You have to tell me what it is. This isn't a fucking... Oh. You know, I'm not a magician. I'm not David Blaine. <laughs> You're not going to guess. Um, no, I'm not going to guess what it is. 87. Oh! 113, I was thinking of. 113, okay. Let me consult my tone. Okay, what have we got? Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, a number between 1 and 12. Uh, do I have to tell you? Hello! Yes. Why are you doing that? Why are you saying hello? <laughs> I'm just going to keep singing hello in the style of Lionel Richie. Don't do that. It's really annoying. <laughs> I am just going to keep doing it. I just I feel like I should warn you now. Um, so, do I have to, a number so I have to between... Hello! Stop doing that! Uh, number between 1 and 12. 2. 2. Okay. I am reading from Ripley's Believe It or Not book. Canadian singer-songwriter Kevin Bath recorded an entire... an album... Oh shit, I've already fucked up. Canadian singer-songwriter Kevin Bath recorded an album a week for an entire year with eight tracks per album that totaled to 416 songs in 365 days. What are you talking about? This is like an, an interesting fact or feat or freak of nature type thing. What is? So this guy... This guy wrote. What are you doing? What, are my num- what about the numbers? Because this has helped me pick, at random, a th- an interesting fact from this book. Oh right, so you have a book. Which is kind of appropriate because we were talking about music, <sighs> and this is about music. A, a very creative, hard-working guy 
who produced a massive body of work within a year. 416 songs in a year. Well, they can't have been any good. I've never heard of any of them. I could do that. Let's make one up now. Actually, well, we need... This is a good fucking lead. We need... Is that part of a, it? The clicking of fingers? Is that the beat? We can, we can have you that. You've got that sorted out. <laughs> we can have that. That's part of it. Well, you need to make a theme tune to the Yog pod. So it's like an intro We've already got theme. the Star Wars theme. We just we just have the, the Star Wars disco theme with us singing, you know, Yog Pod, this is the Yog Pod, like that. Uh, well, wouldn't there be copyright issues with that? Yes, but we have to sing it out of tune, and we can't use any music. So it would just be me singing like that with you clicking your fingers over it. <laughs> okay, let's try again. You ready? You have to sing it out of tune. Ready? York Pod, this is the York Pod, this is the York Pod, this is How long the York Pod. Alright, okay. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's enough. That's beautiful, that's, that's going to be beautiful. When you listen I... back to that, you're going to be amazed. Really? Anyway, I've missed missed the most interesting fact about this guy from Canada who wrote 216 songs in a year, right? Mm -hmm. He worked so hard and put so so many hours into this that he couldn't take the time out to shave. So he grew a massive beard (laughs) over the course of the year. Oh, what? Yeah, he didn't want to take the time off of, you know, his... His songwriting and recording. Was he like Forrest Gump running across America? Yeah. Apart from, you know, the fact that he wasn't running, he was just, you know, in his studio. And he wasn't some stupid American. He was a stupid Canadian. And he's not fictional, he's a real person. What's his name? Um, Apart from that, it's exactly the same as Forrest Gump. You, what kind of music there. was it as well? Because if it was like R and B, everything sounds the fucking music. same. So he probably could have he's got an, away with like repeating himself. He's a Canadian called Kevin. It's bound to be um, country and western music. Hey, maybe we could um, we could use one of his songs. You might let us use one of his songs. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. This, what's his name? Kevin Bath. I'm sure they're really good songs. You know. Kevin Bath. Given that he. Kevin Bath. Uh, I've found his website, kevinbath.com. I'm a bit unnerved. Wow! How on earth did you find that? Holy shit! There's links on the front page. You're quite the internet detective, aren't you, Lewis? And the links are. Wow! Music Skip Tracer. The History of My Hair. The History. The history of my hair. Yeah, I immediately clicked on that, right? And it's like a video. <laughs> it's like a movie. Buffering. About his hair. Oh my god, this is He really wrote a song weird. about his hair. Basically, it's just a slideshow of pictures from his life. Of him. The history, history of my hair. Windows Media Video. Is that the Rolling Stones? What music's that? It's obviously something he wrote. 
duh. Why would he use the Rolling it Fucking like Stones? This guy wrote 400 songs like the over the course of a year. Devil. Do you really think he would have it, it ripped like off the, the Rolling Stones the to make a video well, about his hair? It, yes. I think he has. You're listening to your part. Each week starting October 1st, 2006 and ending September 23rd, 2007, I set a world record by releasing a CD a week for a year. Wow. I must say the uh, the album cover art is quite spectacularly shit. <laughs> really? Yeah, one of them appears to be... A picture of a piece of meat. This is very odd. Wow, one of them looks like it's done in Microsoft Word Art. 2007, it says. <laughs> <laughs> one of the album covers is him. He's written on his hand and taken a picture of it. <laughs> the last time someone posted on his MySpace was the 21st of May, 2008. Right, now I think we should start trying to change this stuff. We should get people to post on his MySpace. What? Instead of Tina Barrett's? As well as Tina Barrett's. But people didn't know they were supposed to post on Tina Barrett's MySpace because we never released that. You're you never. Oh man! It's on. It's on the 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 the, I'm ch- the table. I was just checking it for messages. Oh god! I s- there's music playing by Tina Barrett on her MySpace. She's actually done some new music. It starts like it's a bit like the Tetris remix. Oh my god! There's some posts on Tina Barrett's MySpace. None of them are from Yogg's Pod fans, though. But one of these posts, Hello, honey. Hope you're fine. Wow, on February 21st, 2008, I got my first mail from you. This day, I knew I was blessed by love and happiness, and heaven could exist. You're one of the best thing which could happen what? to me since 2004. Love from Francois. Yeah, that's a bit fucking weird. Do you reckon she'd, like, contact us if we added her as a friend and stuff? Um... I think we'd probably have a restraining order put out against us. <laughs> I'd love to get some mail from Tina Barrett. Oh, fuck. This is going to be great. Right, guys, seriously. Uh, get on it. All of our loyal listeners. Get on to Tina Barrett. And we want to hear from her. We want to hear her. Hopefully she'll like email you or contact you in some way. And we want to hear back. Or Kevin Bath. Kevin Bath will do as well. Um, to be honest, I'm probably going to forget who Kevin Bath is tomorrow. He's got such a good Hitler's name, just though. Gone. Kevin Bath. Kevin Bath. That's yeah. not the best name I've ever heard. Jesus Nails. That's the best name I've ever heard. Jesus Nails. Jesus Nails. Did Jesus Nails ever fight with Chuck Norris? I'm not. And we're not even going to go there. Jesus Nails. God, that sounds like a band name, doesn't it? Or something. Where were Maybe we, anyway? we should rename the Yogpod Jesus Nails. The Yogpod is re- rebranded, re-released under re-branded. the new name. It was formerly Norwich Union, and now it's Jesus Nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nor- Norwich Union was just lacking something. So where were this we? This music, this music on Tina Barrett's MySpace is shocking. How bad is it? I honestly. I honestly believe that we could do better. Really? I'm looking at it. It says, plays today, five, 
five people have listened to oh this music God. on their MySpace today. Oh dear. Five people. Do you think we're weird for, like, following Tina Barrett? I don't think that's the only reason we're weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ace's a fan of um, Hannah Montana, and I think that's much weirder. Oh, Hannah Spirit is Tina Barrett's friend on MySpace. See, Hannah Spirit, at least she did um, Primeval, the ITV supernatural-ish bizarre like drama thing with dinosaurs in the modern world coming back it was terrible it was terrible it was shit I thought some of the episodes I think I managed to watch about half an episode and then I felt sick and had to shoot myself if 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 we actually I mean god help us if this makes it into the podcast we know something's gone horribly wrong but if Hannah Spirit is yeah, if Hannah Spirit actually is listening to this, I thought you were very good in Primeval. I thought you were very good, you were a very good actress. Especially when he walks ever, around in your pants. Ever listen to this? She's probably very fond of, of podcasting. She's probably quite an avid follower of, you know, like Nobody Likes Onions or, or something like that. I don't know who any of that is. Podcasters. Podcasters. Do you know what? I think Hannah Spirit's probably my, my favourite member of S Club 7 now. You've changed your mind over the last six months. I don't months, think it's then. Tina. Well, I've listened to Tina Barrett's music, and that's just put me off. <laughs> How, uh, is it really is that, that bad? Oh my god. Yeah. It's really bad. Has she actually released that album yet? Nobody would know if she released it. <laughs> it's like number 187 on the Billboard charts. Look at look at Tina Barrett's influences. Alcohol. It starts off and it's like, right, who are these people? Tell me if you know who these people are. Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, yeah, 1970s disco band. Timberland. Yeah, it's music, quite a step up. Producer and artist. Leah James, Nikki Costa, Air, Jimi Hendrix, Khalees, yeah. Billie Holiday, Khalees. Fergie, George Clinton, Nina Simone, Queens of the Stone Age, Nirvana, <laughs> what? Dr. Dre, what? Rage Against the Machine. 50 Cent, Nass, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Marilyn Manson, Boys Two Men, Marilyn Manson. It, <laughs> I mean, it just bounces between, like, everything. I mean, who isn't an influence on Tina Barrett? Well, I mean, maybe that's her problem. She has too many influences. I mean, if she was just a fan of disco, then her songs would probably, you know, not be so shit. But because she likes such a, a wide range of music, she just doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Maybe that's I mean, it. she's got Corn right next to Boys Two Men, right next to Outcast. Well, I like Outcast and Corn. I don't <laughs> like Boys Two Men. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
I love it. I got I got loads of corn songs on my um on my iTunes, and I've also got um. No, I was hey saying yeah. really that you don't like hey boys yeah to men. one of my I'm most very surprised. most listened to songs. One is listening to the Ockpod. The most listened to songs on iTunes is just, it's like a shame list. Oh yeah, I wonder if I can do that. The list of shame. What's your most listened to? Um, I've forgotten how you fucking show it now. Uh, there's either a uh. tab on the left where you can press it. Or there's a play count um, tab. You can have like a tab at the top, artist, album, genre, rating, play count. Top 25 most played. Hysteria by Muse is top. Uh, well, that is a good, very good tune. That's not too bad. I've got Happiness is a Warm Gun is number two. The Breeders cover of the Beatles song. Good God. It's a very, it's a very good song. Oh, I've got some really awful ones. Come on, come on. I've got Coldplay with 44 plays. Life in Technicolor. Is that top? 44 yeah. plays? Yeah. Well, you've got a lot more music than I have. I mean, I've got 81 plays of Hysteria by Muse. Oh, but then I used to... Well, the thing is, I used to put it on when we'd have, like, a timed boss encounter in WoW, when we were playing on the internet games. So when... Because it's a really short, you know, fast, aggressive song. I thought it was, you know, it was banging, and it it really fit. Oh, God, this is so sad. Is this why you're so bad at playing a prop paladin? Because you were listening to, like, banging I'm metal not bad. music. I'm not bad at all. Come on, Max. I hadn't I hadn't played for, like, three weeks or something properly. And then I, like, tank everything in Max. Easy. Yeah. You were saying, oh, you're so, so good, so honey. Second, I've missed you I so had, much. Um, oh. I've got Amaranth by Nightwish. Ugh. That's a good song. That's a good song. Then I've got Katy Perry waking <laughs> up in Vegas. Oh my god. Oh, that is bad. That is bad. Sometimes Katie... numbers get artificially inflated though. Because if, yeah, if the song is yeah. like No, like if the song is the yeah. first one on the album it's and the you put shuffle, the album on, isn't it? that gets played. Yeah. No, not if not the shuffle. Or <laughs> If, it just if comes put, up like shut a hundred times a day. Shut up, shuffle. It's <laughs> just random. It's just a coincidence. I can't use shuffle because um, it starts like I'm listening to shuffle on like playing Counter Strike or something, and suddenly it starts playing track seventeen of like Stephen King's Dark Tower Four or whatever an audio book. <laughs> don't you, why don't you remove it from your library or create you know a playlist with every song apart from? Number four on my playlist is Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who. So you're pretty cool. See, number five, I've also got The Who with Barbara O'Reilly. See, these are both CSI theme songs. Yeah, what the hell? That's weird. Well, the thing is, I I like The Who before CSI because my dad was a big fan of them and we had a member of The Who who lived nearby as well. Who do you think 
didn't like The Who before CSI. Who do you think has, like, discovered The Who through like watching CSI? people in their 20s, probably. People in their teens. No. People who aren't 30 years old like me. Oh, man. Then again, I mean, that's not a bad team tune to have, is it? Like, using The Who. They did well. I'm surprised they didn't use The Seeker, because that just, that perfectly fits. Like a cop show. It's just bizarre. Then I've got Easy by Faith No More. The cover that they did. Which the, the video has like a, a huge blank. Uh, a huge. Oh god, a huge blank. <laughs> the video for Easy has a huge group of um like transvestites going about their day. It's very odd. What are you talking about? The video to Easy by Faith No More. How do we move on to some band who I... So how do we suddenly... Sorry, I turned off for like a second and suddenly you're talking about something completely ridiculous. Our most listened to songs on iTunes. Never easy like Sunday morning. Uh, I have to sing it out of, out of tune. Just remember this. Hello! <laughs> I'm easy like Sunday morning. Da, morning! Da, da, da. Out, of, out of tune, out of tune. That was out of tune. tune. I mean, I can't sing in tune. Jesus. Well, that's probably the problem. Because you can only sing out of tune. When you try to deliberately sing it out of tune, you slipped to being in tune. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate the compliment. It's alright. It's alright. You're welcome. Right, let's do that numbers thing again. Um, Do I have to choose the number? What was the first number? Between 1 and 256. It's a very large book. Could you hear that? Could you hear me opening it? It's like this massive, you know, rawr, big fucking book. Can you hear this book? It's a big fucking book. The Madia, choose a number. What? Hi, Hannah. What are you wearing? Clothes. So you have to pick a number. Clothes. Holy shit. It's a coincidence. I am too. It's a number between well. 1 and 256. Although if you pick 256, that will be the acknowledgements page, which probably won't be very interesting. <laughs> Reuters, China photos. 142. Uh. Okay, a number between 1 and 10. 3. Okay. Oh, it's about library books. Well, isn't that interesting? Wow. What are you trying to say? In 1650, the Bishop of Winchester, England, just in case you thought it was, you know, Winchester, South Australia, or Winchester, Taiwan. Um, in 18, oh, in 1650, the Bishop of Winchester borrowed a book. The Bishop of Winchester borrowed a book from Somerset County Records Office, but it was not returned to the Somerset County Library until 1985. <laughs> 335 years late. God. And then there's a joke about the fine, isn't there? Oh, you bastard. Okay. It had accrued $6,000 in unpaid fees, because this is an American book, it's in dollars. uh, $6,000 in unpaid fees. And the title of the book... Are you ready for this? The title of the book was The Book of Fines... Fines, and it was 
it six thousand in fines Hang for on. the late late book, and it's the what book do you mean of it was fines. the book of fines? Was fines spelt differently? It's the book of fines. No fines. It was, so it's not As a pun then. We're feeling fines. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You're listening to the old Tune in for part two next week. Tune in next week for the second half of this old pod. Thank you. Thank you and goodbye. From the Yog Pod with Zephos and Honeydew and whoever else was talking. <laughs>